And it really doesn't help because I'm in this sh- a smaller room now. Mm-hmm. But with my computer, because when I was in the game room upstairs, it's much bigger than this. It's about a third of the game room. So um, audio is just bouncing off everywhere. So when you hear oh. it, it is what it is. Mm. Uh, so, you know, I was thinking about getting some uh, um, audio, um, foam audio stuff. So to catch oh, so it. the sound would just absorb it. It won't into bounce the and go everywhere. Yeah, it won't go everywhere. I'm thinking about doing that. It's fairly cheap on Amazon, so. Um, all right, we live. This is episode 134. First in frame rate, I still got this. Uh, I still got this intro in the can. I need to just add it to it when I put it up on iTunes and SoundCloud. I've just been lazy doing other things around the house. That's funny, Never I haven't even listened to it yet. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I haven't even done all that, but uh, I need to get to that. Oh. Uh, we're back once again. Um, iTunes, SoundCloud, you can find us if you don't catch us live and you're here on YouTube. You can and why aren't you catching us live? Yeah, Let's, I mean, let's talk yeah, about it's, that. It's a, it's a good reason not to catch us live. I mean, to catch us live. Not, not, right, now. Everybody's not right now. Yeah, Everybody's home, so I mean, why not? But um, it mm-hmm. just so happened if you don't, you can download us on those other platforms. Um, I mean, what are you doing? Like, making TikTok videos? They probably are. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's like that's like a phenomenon all over the world, and, and unknowingly it's owned by the Chinese, so they're watching us anyway. Man, fuck <laughs> Man, um, you know, you know what's funny about that? There was a character in um, I forgot which movie I was watching. His name was TikTok, and it was a Chinese <laughs> character. So <laughs> we're not. <laughs> that's funny. Um, like I said, uh, DJ eighty one bills fourth. The whole group group is here, and myself, BF Baller. Um. You already know where to catch. Find us on Twitter, uh, DJ81. His uh, his um, YouTube channel. Catch him there. You can always catch my content on his channel as well. Uh, Bills, what's been going on with you? Um, not much, man. Same shit, honestly. Just taking it day by day, pretty much. Got my ass whooped yesterday on NCAA 06, but it's you know it's all good. I'm gonna mm-hmm. get my revenge today, so. Okay. Okay. What's up? I've been playing that game heavy. Yeah, I know you told me the other day. What What's up with you, DJ? Man, I I got my home opener uh, out the way uh, for the Nationals. Won thirteen nothing over the Mets. Um, Uh, Touchdown to two field goals, huh? Pretty much, and it. I'm like, our offense just went off, but you know the the costly thing was that uh, Strasburg. Went down from major injuries, so he'll be out for a couple of months. Weak ass Mets. Like, he only lasted one inning, but he gave up three hits. The overall oh, wow. game, I gave up three hits. So the rest of my bullpen gave up no hits. Someone tell Kia so, to get the weak ass Mets out of here. <laughs> if anything, Cespedes needs to be taken out the game. He's right now after. Let's see. I'm in game. I will be starting up game number seven or eight. And he's batting zero. Yeah, he's he's um he came to Boston and stunk it up. I was disappointed about that. I saw his I saw his um I saw his first game here. I saw his debut and yeah, bunch of hype for nothing. And then also check this out. I also watched a game in my franchise, 2K. 
Um, oh, yeah. I knew you were going to take that shot. So I was watching the Dodgers and the Giants go at it, and the Dodgers, they were they were behind early, uh, 4-2, and then they came back and won, I think, 9-7? 9-7 9-7 or 9-6. But your boy Mookie Betts had a good game, so, uh, yeah. Fuck him. He's the enemy. <laughs> he the enemy now. <laughs> Nah, I mean, nah, but it was nice. To, it, but it was nice to watch a game doing in the franchise mode that wasn't my own. You know, two K. You guys can, you know, bring that function back that you took out in the middle of this cycle. I got some breaking news. Um, the Rams are trading Brandon Cooks and a future pick to the Texans for a second round pick. You know, you know, it's real dry when Brandon Cooks is breaking news. <laughs> I mean, I mean, ESPN said breaking news, so yeah, I, yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Say breaking news. That's what I'm I saying. Think, they, they, they like have no choice. It's like nothing else to talk about. I think that's it's like breaking CNN news. Always, it's, it's like CNN always. Everything they report is breaking news. The like, reason it's, I it's, find it's, it, it's, it's not just that. It's just the caliber player. It's like they gotta make it a big deal because, like, the reason cook. I find it funny is because it's like you trade away DeAndre Hopkins and. It's like, and oh shit! Got, look, we, we got Brandon. <laughs> you got the dude that fell asleep in the middle of the Super Bowl. Yeah, oh, nah, he didn't fall asleep. He got put to sleep. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's what that, I'm saying. That, Shane that, Bays, that, like look like Shane that, that, put his ass in that fucking right. Super Bowl. That, that's, 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 that's the reason why I say like, more sleep, like. Ho. That's sleep. the reason why I say like this is more like this is actually breaking news. Like this is what it comes to. Like this time has it. Has that motherfucker still sleeping. Yeah, you know Hopkins. Looking at the Texans and Bill O'Brien, like you replaced me with this motherfucker. It's an insult, bro. It's like hard times out here for sports and stuff like that. Guys to be captivating to people's like shit going on. No, no, it's a hard time for Houston sports. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, teams out here downgrading and cheating. Yeah, directly, yeah, but I mean, when you look at the whole landscape, when we got to rely on a Brandon Cook straight to be breaking news for people to catch their attention, I mean, this, this virus got to go somewhere. All I know it, is Texas, Texan, Texan season ticket holders are looking for houses in Arizona right about now. That's all I know. <laughs> right. Well, you did. Well, we did catch a couple things that if people didn't read, they would have been full like a motherfucker. Yeah, I mean, they're still posting the Colin Kaepernick being signed again. They're still <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm and people are falling for because he got like thirty thousand retweets. I'm like, y'all still and falling for it, this? And it, and it has sourced by Adam Schefter in it with the actual Adam Schefter handle. And I'm sitting there like, Man. no. <laughs> Only thing Colin Kaepernick is signing as a fucking e signature for his Turbo Tax taxes. That's about the only and, and thing on that motherfucker signing right now. And on top of that, even if he was to sign with somebody for one year, it ain't gonna be for nine million. That dude wants like a he wants like a, a twenty-five million dollar a year contract. Once he rejected the XFL, I was over it. That's it's one of the reasons why he don't wanna be he don't wanna he's not signed with the NFL. He wants like a he wants like a top ten, top eight type of quarterback contract. I'm over that's it, that's one of the reasons why he's not signed. Like so nine million, we we knew that that jig was up. Now the the, the Cam Newton one. Possibly could have been believable, but I, I knew I that mean, wasn't. I right. mean, that's the thing, though. It's like here he he's picking the wrong year if he actually wants to come back to NFL. Anyway, you got Cam Newton, James Winston as the the two quarterbacks that are in, in free agency. Them motherfuckers are clearly better than you. Uh, there ain't no way you're getting a job over them unless it's all about publicity. So he might as well spit his ass down somewhere. Like you said with the XFL thing, you knew when he turned that down, you knew the jig was up. Yeah. I, I I think that. It's not. It's just the the ship has sailed. 
You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, we get it. The cause that you 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 died on the hill for, we all appreciate it. Um, I would never take that away from him. But when it comes to you being Stuck on the field check. playing football, well, that too. You know, <laughs> but what? Well, but when it comes to him playing football, I'm like, I, personally, I, I really don't give a damn anymore. I just don't. It just it just it's nothing appealing there for me because it just seems like it's more of a fight than you just actually wanting to play. Because if you really wanted to play, he could have went to the XFL and just balled out on everybody and came back easily. I mean, right. out of you know a few quarterbacks, you can tell me he was probably the could have been the better the best quarterback in that league. I mean, nobody gonna tell me that otherwise. But uh, nevertheless, mm. we're gonna talk about one quarterback health problems, and we're also gonna talk about the sports games production because with this, you know, this virus is out there, and you know you don't have player or uh, scouts and other people in the, on the dev team to, to actually evaluate these players. How do you think that the production of the games are going to be the ratings or the actual atmosphere? Because, you know, they try to catch the atmosphere of the actual season, but with the season being a standstill, how, how will they be able to catch any flash or glow with the next season? Because right now it looks like everything's at a standstill. Um, those are the two topics that I have today because it's pretty much dry. Like I said, you got Brandon Cooks, you know, trending right now. So um, other than that, uh, we're going to start with this quarterback situation with uh, Tua. Um, if y'all don't know, Tua, it's been a rumor out saying that Tua has um, failed two physicals and had another had uh, another um, uh, undisclosed injury with, with his wrist. I don't know if it's just on his throwing hand or not. Uh, on top of that, he also has a, a list of injuries right now that has been ever since March of 2018. So with him being drafted at the top 10 or, you know, obviously I say top eight, it, is it a concern because he can't stay healthy? Um, we also, um, I'm going to put this on the screen so we can let you know what I'm looking at so everybody else can follow along. Yeah, I already saw it. Yeah, I mean, like when you look at it, I mean, he has a broken left finger back in March of 20. Let's see. Oh, come on. Double string. There we go. He has a broken left index finger from March 2018. No games missed. Okay, broken left index. That is his throwing hand. Sprained right knee. No games missed, but it was right knee. You can't, you know, you don't want to be too particular. You don't want to be, you know, you know, about the right knee. Well, about the knee in general. Two high ankle sprains on both legs and a dislocated right hip. So, with all that being said, like, um, what do you guys think about him? Not only just being a top ten pick, but just being an NFL in general. He's a little bit smaller. I mean, he's like six one two twenty. He's not that big of a quarterback, um, but uh, he does move a little bit. He's he's fairly mobile, but he's not fast. So, how do you guys think? Of about his uh, durability in the NFL, will it last? Um, do will he have? A, does it all depend on the line he has? Um, do he want to move around more, uh, or, or like he normally does, or it'd be a situation where he will get hit and he could possibly hurt something else? Uh, what are you guys' thoughts? You can go first, DJ. All right. Well, right now the NFL, the QBs are more mobile than they have been before the plays are designed to delay a lot of the rushes that are happening you know it used to be called the read option and now it's our rpos so i think 
it's not so much on the line like it used to be, but it still exposes him to the, these type of injuries that are listed right here, uh, including other injuries uh, that probably are not listed. Maybe a concussion. I'm like the concussions. No, I'm like they're not listed here, but you know, any what they considered minor concussions, which they've gotten rid of that designation, may have not been listed. He may have suffered maybe a couple of concussions. Here I was about there. to ask. I can't remember. Did he have one before? I'm not sure. If they, if see in this article, they may have not have uh, listed it, but they figured. Let's see. If you're talking about broken left index finger, he's left-handed, so that would affect him. Right, sprain right knee, which he, so yeah, that would affect him there, along with the mobile aspect of it. Left high ankle sprain, he has to push off that left ankle, so that would definitely affect his uh, throwing uh, velocity, uh, along with the mechanics. And right, it, shoot, both his ankles are high ankle sprain. So yeah, you're talking about somebody that you know is still in the process of getting his footwork together. Right. So, I mean, they said he has a good bill then, of health. They're, they're saying that he's 100% healthy, but that was his agent, so you know how that goes. He's not 100. He's right. not, yeah, that's... that's, that's like, you know how that goes with the agent. So they, I mean, he's trying to protect his, his investment, so... I, I'm right. just kind of so worried he, about he, that. He's definitely not 100%, but it's not so much on the line anymore. It's also going to be, can he protect himself? Does he know, Is he going to turn into like a Peyton Manning when he's about to get sacked, just, you know, duck and, and try to avoid the hit? He's gonna he he'll he'll operate on his natural instinct and try to escape. But once he escapes, is he gonna be like RG three and put himself in danger, or if, or he's gonna be more like uh, Michael Vick that you know knew when to get down. And, you know he could outrun everybody. Uh, I think the fact that he's left-handed adds a different mix because not a lot of because you typically rush a quarterback from there, which is. Typically, because most quarterbacks are right-handed, matter of fact, I think all the starters are right-handed as as as, as we speak. So that's tackle the most. Whoever picks them up is going to invest in their right side of their line, and their play calling is going to be right a little bit different. So I'm like, look at Steve Young. I don't know if he had injuries going into the pros, but. You know, that's nah, kind of he, he like got a lot. Steve. He got a lot of he got a lot of concussions in the NFL. <laughs> you like, well, he did, but we're talking about in the course of his career. In that's the what I'm NFL. saying. Prior, like, and then of course, like, but we're talking. But right now, we're t- talking about potentially with two with Tua, uh, due to his size, uh, possibly exposing himself because of the type of player he, he is. I'm like, but in Alabama, you kind of you mostly seen him as, you know, not a he's like a balanced QB, not like a pocket passer. But I'm like, if he has a tendency to be to stay in the pocket, but he also yeah. has a tendency to take off. So is his natural instincts going to take over? That's going to expose him to more injuries, or is he going to have to learn and have an acquired skill to where he he knows when to play it safe versus when he knows to take a chance. I, my thing is, is I, I'm not too much worried about him getting hit because they they protect the quarterbacks a lot. I think it. I think he will take a few shots on a regular tackle. But my thing is, with all these injuries, is more like a non-contact. I feel like some non-contact stuff will probably get to him. What, Isn't that kind of like what happened to Bo Jackson and during the playoffs when he was running? He just, I'm like they tackled him, but he landed on his hip and 
wound up being a career ender. In right, right. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm kind of worried about. It's like it's not like he getting like blasted or anything. I just think with his body right. the way it is, I think he he's probably susceptible of getting, you know, hit pretty good or just a regular hit, and it, it'll probably just you know ramp up something else. What 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 about you, Bills? What what do you think about this? I think it's simple. I think people need to go back and watch that um, Clemson game in the national championship two years ago. That tells you all you need to know. The Georgia game, too, when Jalen Hurts had to come in and, and, and play, too. That was eh, – I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not as worried about that. Um, that game, he was just having an off game. However, the Clemson oh, you're talking, game – You're talking about performance instead of him getting hit because he was getting oh, yeah, smacked yeah. around. Because – well, because well, here's the thing. Yeah, performance not the problem. I'm just worried about him getting – I think performance is a problem because here's the thing in that Clemson game, he got severely outplayed and the number of picks he threw that year in general does not indicate how many bad throws he made in the coverage. And the thing is he's going to make even more of those throws like he did in the Clemson game when he's pressured and can't escape because of his injuries. You know what? He missed the game. I knew you was going to tie into that. No, you know, that's really, no, but he he, he, he just brought up a good point as well because yeah, that's what I'm saying. Never really had to read coverages with the Alabama's offense. That's a missed. Tua missed. The one game with that ankle that was severely hurt, uh, they won. They made it to the national championship game, and they said, yeah, Tua's going to play. Tua played, and he clearly wasn't healthy. He was making a lot of bad throws. They, were, they weren't really flushing him out of the pocket. He probably would have been more successful if he was. They were keeping him in the pocket and make, making him use his footwork within the pocket, and what was bothering him was the slide left, slide right. If he would have been able to break out of the pocket, that would have been different. They were kind of keeping him in the pocket and making him slide up, slide back, things like that. So Tua's issue to me is, and like we said, he doesn't have to read coverages. The best read he's made in his college career was one that the safety handed to him in that game against Georgia, where he came too far into the middle of the field and Tua went backside and threw that fucking uh, seam route. Yeah, I mean, I mean, then that's another thing. Let's let's I mean, let's literally think about this. Even though Tua did save the day in that national championship game against Georgia, he, did. he, he did. was not he was not necessarily lights out. You got to understand, he came in at half and it was like really different for the Georgia defense to adjust. But yeah. prior to that, Tua threw an interception. He, he got hit a couple of times. And even, you got to think about it, even when he threw that game-winning touchdown, where that was like second and 26, you got to think about what the reason why there was a second and 26. He couldn't read the defense and got sacked for 13 yards. And here's 16 thing, yards. Right? So, so I, I get what you're saying. It's like not only just his, his injuries, the NFL coverage is going to be way different. We that might be something and, we have to look at as well. And this is why I take this is why I take stats from quarterbacks in college with a grain of salt. Remember, I talked to you last year about my only worry about Clemson was Trevor Lawrence's decision making. It seemed to it seemed like his sophomore year was way harder because he was trying to make throws in the coverage that he had no business trying to make. Now they, he figured, they, 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 they figured him out, so they had Because he had 36 different. touchdowns and, and eight picks last year, right? So right. people look at it and say, oh, he has single-digit interceptions. Here's the thing. In college, when you're playing these cupcake-ass schools, Clemson's better than 90% of them schools the moment they step on the field. So his eight interceptions is a lot when you consider how many were dropped, 
when you consider how many were bailouts from the receiver making great catches. You have to consider all this. If you watched Clemson last year, you knew Trevor Lawrence wasn't the same guy. So with Tua, it's the same thing. I don't look at stats. I'm not too, too worried about the wrist. I'm not really worried about the ankle, and I'm not really worried about the hip. It's not so much the injuries altogether. It's more so the fact that his decision-making has caused him to, at times, make horrible decisions or just play mediocre against great competition. And I think the injuries have caused something mental with him. Because like I said, the Clemson game, they claimed he was 100%, right? So let's say he was 100%. I'm more looking at, like, not necessarily Alabama playing these cupcake teams. I always look at the team, the games when he played against the the, the equal Top competition. competition. Yeah. Like when you look at the Clemson's or when he played against Georgia, the Clemson or, is a, or, that Clemson even, game is a scar, bro. That's or, a huge or, scar. Or, or even the times when they played Auburn and Auburn almost beat him. Played against LSU. You know, when I see that, he's getting smacked around and can't stay up. It's, I mean, it's one thing to get sacked and take a beating and still go out there and play. He's going out for a play or two. He's going out for the whole game. He's missing the game. And like you said, even when he gets hit. He gets rattled to his actual game. And let's be honest, I'm not taking nothing away from him as a quarterback. But when you look at the Alabama's offense, you see the receivers are just wide open all over the place. He doesn't have to make a read. This is what I'll remind people. I'll remind people of this. Clemson versus Alabama in the national championship game. Clemson beat them 44-16. to That game was over at halftime. Those two teams were equally matched for the most part. You want to hear two of stats? This is where stats matter when you're playing against top competition. Two right. went 22 for 34, 295, two touchdowns and two picks. Well, and then you go look at the Georgia game when they played Georgia in the SEC championship when they had to yeah. pull him and Jalen had to come in. He wasn't doing that well either. They claimed he was 100%. So if we're taking their word for it, then I think the bigger issue is his decision-making because of the fact that, yeah, everything looked like roses. Everything smelled like roses in Alabama when Tua was sl- – we know he has elite arm talent. That's not even a question, right? We, we know that he has more arm talent than Jalen Hurts. You and me were saying for the longest time that he should have been starting over Jalen, right? Yeah. But the thing is, it's like we, we compare you – like look at what Joe Burrow did against Clemson last year, best defense in the country, right? That's right. the type of performance I want to see Tua put up against – a top defense. So then you transition that to the NFL. He's facing a bunch of guys that were all Americans every Sunday. So then what happens? Yep. That, yeah, that's right. my thing. That's my thing is more so his decision-making and how he's going to translate to the NFL, even outside of injuries. I mean, yeah, Miami's putting their line together. They're getting, you know, they're getting a pretty good nucleus down there. Brian Flores, I hear it. But – Tua is going to have to take a significant step forward with his decision-making and his reads because, I'm sorry, you have all pro linemen now, but they're going against all pros. At Alabama, he had basically a pro line going against guys that will never play football again after yeah, pretty college. Much. Um, so this top 10 pick thing, I mean, what, what, what are we looking at? I mean, you think it's going to be warranted because they somebody needs a quarterback or you just think it's, you know – wait and see, sit him for a year. Uh, possibly he has uh, maybe the second or third round value. What do you think? This DJ? is a perfect – oh, go ahead. 
DJ. DJ Soda? I guess not. What about you, Bills? <laughs> I may be <laughs> oh, I think is. going in and out because I think my yeah, oh, yeah. My, yeah we can hear it you. was starting to go in and out a little bit. So oh. it may be it's so on my end. So, so. Yeah, it must be his on his end because he's going out. Go- yeah, it's me. It's it's going out on my end. Did you so did I'll, you hear the I'm question? I'm trying to hear y'all as it keeps going out, but yeah, he's going out bad. Yeah. Yeah, I so Bill. He, okay, Bill. What what are, what are your thoughts? Um, second round talent, or I mean, second round value, or third round value, or what? I think this is a perfect situation for Bill Belichick to have his career saved again by a quarterback. That's all I'm gonna say. Because the further he slides, I don't think he's going to slide. If, if if Miami passes on him, then. I don't. Tell I, him how far. Something telling me he's not going to slide. I think some team's going to pull the trigger on him, and just just because the name, what he did in college, and and the value of the quarterback right now, I think somebody's going to take a pick on him. Before he, he's not going to get past ten. I just don't see it. You think so? No, I don't think so. I think somebody's going to pick him up. I don't. I don't think he slides at all. I mean, it's, on, it's, let's let's look. Let's look. No, a little... I, I, I'm dead serious. I don't think he's going to slide. I mean, no, is no, he worth no, it? No. no. Is he worth it? No. But I, I think that it's just too many teams that want, you know, there's too many teams that want him. I don't think he's going to slide. Let's look at this. So Cincinnati, right? They take Burrow. Yep. Washington takes Young. Maybe. <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. There, there's already talks about them not taking him. I'm serious. I mean, I, I don't know. <sighs> if, if man, they, they can't flub that. If they, they can, I'm, I'm just telling you what I'm hearing. They're already saying that they, they may not. Okay. Now you're talking about Chase Young not getting picked up by Washington. Right. Am I lying? Yeah, There's already talk? been talks about it. It's the talk, but it's a lot of the sources I don't even trust at all. Because when they always talk about – because here's the thing. They look at the – the media looks at the current quarterback situation and it seems like they're just not they're not happy with Haskins. It's not the team that's not happy with Haskins. It's the media around it that's not happy with Haskins being there. They they try to say, well, the dude Allen could come in and start and challenge Haskins, which that's not the case. And uh yeah, for so as far as I know, they're picking Chase Chase Young. This is what so I'll say. That, I okay, I don't see Cincinnati, Washington, Detroit, or New York taking him. Okay. The first Detroit, chance, really? I'm, I'm I'm showing you right here what I see. I see, but I'm saying if he gets past Miami. Oh, when is this? When was this? Because they got they got Miami that's old. number two. That's the old. Hell? It says five hours ago. Wait, what? So yep. I'm, but I'm, I'm looking sure. at a mock draft from Wait a minute. This don't even have Washington on it. Who who did this? This is fucking weird. Because I'm mm. looking at it. Well, let's, let's get out of this mess now. What do they project that who knows? Miami trades up? CBS Sports is a joke. Well, I'm <laughs> on CBS Sports. Yeah, get out of there. They have joke. But yeah, they have Miami they, fifth, but not But they just had them second. You just saw it on the screen. They had what them second. The fuck? Okay, let's so basically what I see here. I see right, here we go right, right now. Look at the screen. You got Burroughs, um, uh, uh, first, yep, Ace Young, second, Simmons, mm-hmm. third, yep, Jeff, uh, Akuda, fourth, two, so, so, 
so 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 that's what I'm saying. So I'm looking, yeah, I'm looking at the right list. So Miami, right? Let's say Miami mm-hmm. doesn't take him. I can see the Chargers taking him six. I didn't look at the draft order. So I can see the Chargers taking him six. I can see Carolina taking him seven, right? Mm-hmm. I can see Jacksonville taking him nine. I'm, I just can't going, see, I'm going down. And, and, I can't uh, see Cleveland taking him. And to be honest I can, with you. I can definitely see the Jets taking him, right? Mm, yeah, I can see that. You see, uh, do, do you see Gruden? You got to also think about slow. it. Look at, look at this at number 18 right here. Yeah, but do you see Gruden? But I'm saying we didn't even get there yet because you got you no, got. I'm saying uh, look who look who's at 18. No, I see. I mean, they have it's the ability to believe it. They, they, it's possible that they might not even get take two away. Oh, you mean eight. uh, right? Yeah, they on take two of them and come right back and pick him again at 18. I think I I think if he falls to Gruden, I think Gruden takes him. Possibly, I can see that. Because who else do we have? San Francisco, Tampa Bay. Wow, Tampa Bay would be interesting. Imagine them taking him and stashing him for yeah, stashing him with Brady oh, for another Brady. year or two. Yeah, um, Denver. No, yeah. and I, I like Drew. I, I, I like Drew a lot to get at least one more year. Atlanta, I don't see. Oof, no, whoa. no, yeah. they're not picking. Da- Dallas will take his ass quick. Dallas would. I can see Dallas doing it. And then yeah, Miami at eighteen, Las Vegas at nineteen. They might have another chance, and then Jacksonville. See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, oh, there's a lot of yeah, there's a lot of. It's, it's a possibility. You're right. There's a possibility that he gets out at ten, but just because you got these two teams right here, eighteen and nineteen. Yeah, I think Miami at eighteen might be another reason why he slides. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. But as far as him being first round value, who do they have, have Tampa Bay taken? Tampa Bay has taken right here. Uh, Andrew Thomas, offensive lineman out of Georgia. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a no burner. Yeah. But anyway, um, I mean, like I said, that's the only reason why I would see him slide because of those other two teams. But I don't think he's first round talent at this point. It I mean, not be. not not first round talent. I'm sorry, first round value. value. Yeah, I don't see the value of him being first round because of what we just talked about. Maybe yeah. talent. Yes, if he was eighty percent, you know, if he didn't have eighty percent of these injuries, it's a no brainer. He goes top if, five. If the Chargers, well, let me say this right now. If the Chargers and Carolina, Carolina, let, if if that's what I'm saying. If the Chargers don't take him and Carolina doesn't take him at six or seven. Everybody in the front office for both teams, and you'd be fired. Really? Because there's no way not to can even though. get. Oh, who did you gonna start? Teddy Bridgewater. They just signed him that much, that kind of money, though. That's the problem. That's fine. No, 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 no. When you now when you, when you when signed to a big no, contract, no, when, lost his job in training camp. Now, when you when, now when you look at like talent wise, I can see it, but I don't see Tua coming in and taking Teddy Bridgewater's job. Well, First, first of all, they're crackheads for even signing Teddy Bridgewater that contract. And, <laughs> and I mean, I mean he did flat out. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. Teddy Bridgewater had a really good year in New Orleans with, with a stacked offense. And I'm sorry. I'm not, I am not. I hate to take credit away from Teddy Bridgewater. He's a great story, but I'm sorry. I don't like them even paying him that kind of money considering where he's at. Who asked why the Jets? What do you mean why the Jets? I, I was advocating for Cam Newton to go to the Jets. So he's saying Gruden won't take him. Bro, if you think Derek Carr is Gruden's guy, you yeah, ain't see, that's the problem. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I mean, we, we all can see that Derek Carr deserves to be the quarterback of the Las Vegas Raiders. It, it, it's not him. It's just the fact that the coach wants his person. I mean, like, if, like, if you have if you have if you have your average coach there. 
you're set at quarterback, and, and they're still they they still are set at quarterback, but we know how John Gruden rolls. And and, and Pooh, I mean, when you ask why the Jets, it's like Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold has great upside, but at the same time, a young quarterback like that that you drafted really high, I don't think there's anything wrong with bringing in a guy like Tua to push him. Because, look, then you have two first-round talents on your team. And then, worst-case scenario, if, if, if Tua doesn't pan out, then you still have Darnold. But at least he'll push him. It's no different than Washington. Washington I, I think, I think, with, with RG three I mean, and Kirk Cousins. Everybody the, was scratching their head originally. The Jets are the Jets are picking at num- number eleven. If Tua goes to the Jets at number eleven, whip Sam Donald, you know, body of work, it's probably going to tell Donald that he's out the door, and he may not even or try. That, to he better get his fucking act together. Yeah, that's it. And he may not even have. He may not. He may feel like there's no incentive to compete. He'll probably ask for a trade. I mean, yeah, when you have a young quarterback like that, what? you kind of feel like that when you have when you have a young quarterback like that, and you have another one coming in right behind them. You know, he'll probably ask to get out of it. Now, like I said with Cam Newton, if Cam Newton was to go there, I could see him actually trying to compete because he feels that Cam is older. When you get a young quarterback coming in at a top 10, top 15 pick, you're looking at a quarterback that's probably going to be your future. And with him, it's like any other player that gets a, you know, feel like they're going to get replaced. Sam Sam probably not even going to want to compete. He probably just want to go. Well, let me ask you this. How do you think Cam Newton and Jameis will affect people's view of Tua when it's time to consider him, like, let's say he starts sliding, like, you know, he gets into the 13, 14 range. Do you think teams like the Chargers that are kind of sitting around, kind of buying their time, do you think maybe they'll just say, you know what, fuck it, we're going to go get uh, – I mean, who's the Chargers quarterback right now? Tyrod Taylor? Tyrod Taylor. I yep. mean – Tyrod Taylor. Oh, DJ's back, word. Um – uh, well, I mean, I just, right. No, I mean, I just think, I, I think Cam Newton and, and Jameis Winston may play a role in these teams that are going to take a look at, uh, at two. I think, you know, him failing them physicals. Allegedly. Allegedly, of course. Right. Um, <laughs> I, I think everything's on the table with a lot of these teams. Cause like I said, it's not often you have two, High quality quarterbacks, maybe not so much Jameis, but Cam Newton, and and Jameis is serviceable, right? So it's like I think it, I, I'm, I'm gonna tell you something right now. I think Jameis is much better than people are advertising right now. I don't exactly why. That's exactly why I said that John Gruden is a fucking idiot in the first place. How do you bring Marcos Mariota, who can't Marcos, <laughs> Marcos, Marcos Mariota? How do you bring Mark? How do you bring Mariota to car when you do, you do realize that um, John Gruden was in love with Mariota when he's coming out of draft? But I do. But here's my thing: after watching Mariota, he right, still loved him though. Who's his job to Ryan fucking Tannehill? Hey, wait a minute! Don't do that to that man. What? Don't do what? <laughs> he did it to himself. He lost his job to a dude. Who threw his shoulder out three times and had two no the knee surgeries? What, what are you talking about right now? You know what? Speaking of people with injuries, that dude right there is all right. Who? 
Tannehill, that dude had injury upon injury and still Ryan performs Tannehill, at a- Ryan Tannehill has blown his knee out. He's had shoulder issues a couple times. I'm not saying he performs at a high level, but he, he, he performs enough to win games. And, and that, that's saying something in the NFL. No, no, no. I, I commend him, but it's like that. What kind of indictment is that on Marcos Mariota? Well, mm-hmm. we could call him Mark. We call him Marcos Lariota. <laughs> L. We call him L with that. We call a huge fucking L. This dude was. He was top two. He was he number was second, drafted, number two pick or something like that. Yeah, he was drafted the same year as Jameis, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. As the savior. And he lost his job to Ryan Tannehill. I'm, I'm telling y'all right now, wherever Jameis oh, goes, I think oh. Jameis is going to light up the league. And I'm dead oh, yeah. serious when I say that. Because, oh, yeah. I mean, this dude went 30 for 30 with blind. With him having his mm-hmm. vision, I can clearly see him throwing forty touchdowns if he had the right uh, receivers. And, I, and I'm not saying that to be funny. I'm not. I'm not saying that jokingly. I'm no. I don't think no other quarterback in the league would have done what he did. And I'm not. You know, I'm not saying that it's a good thing. But right. dude was literally like, I think he was like twenty seventy five in both eyes. He was like legally blind and was able to do that. Yeah, thirty, I, touch, yeah. 30 touchdowns blind, with real good vision. I can see him doing forty five easily. I have. I have an issue with what the Chargers are doing right now because, okay, so you miss out on Brady. Mm -hmm. And there's rumors that, you know, it was kind of close, right? So you cut bait with Phil Burgers. Mm -hmm. To transition into this era where a journeyman like Tyrod Taylor is your starting quarterback, you didn't sign your starting running back back, he's gone. That, I, I I wouldn't question that too much. Okay, maybe you know, not you know because you know there's some, you know there's somewhat of a backstory to that. No, no, yeah, I know, but I'm saying I'm just looking at their roster, and it's like y'all could go from playoff contender to fucking bottom feeder real fucking quick. I mean, you look at and that. You, you, you gotta look already, at that division. The division is easily for them to be in the last place. But 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 even but uh, my point is. At least you'd be putting yourself in a better position if you went out and got a Cam Newton. If you're gonna sit here and tell me that Tyrod Taylor is your guy, it's like what the fuck? Like what are I, you doing? I, I'm I'm not gonna poo poo on it yet, but I I, I, I I absolutely understand what you're saying. Tyrod is not bad, but he's not the guy either. I'll just leave it at that. I don't know why. I, I mean, don't know what his, his, last, his last two stints he did. He did fairly well with the Bills and the, and the Browns. He did okay. It's just that he's not the guy that you want to lead your team. He did okay with the Browns until it was time for him to perform as a starter, and they gave him every opportunity, him being Hugh Jackson, gave him every opportunity to sew that job up and, and, and for people to not second-guess Hugh Jackson for sitting Baker. he They gave him every opportunity, and sure enough, he fucked it up. And then Baker came in in that game against the Steelers, okay. and shit was over. All right, real quick. Look at the number six pick right there. Do mm-hmm. you really think, if that's true, we can see what we say about Tyra Taylor? They, they, they're probably even they're probably going to draft Jordan Love out of Utah Man. State. Look, I'm – I just – the thing with Tua – and, and from what I heard, Love is actually pretty a pretty decent quarterback. He's he, no, his he, draft he, stock has went up. And I, I don't even yeah, I, I don't know him that well, but I, from what I've heard, I've heard that no, his he, stock went up. He's really good. But what I'm saying is, 
Tua. You know what Tua is like? Tua is like Sam Bradford from this perspective. Oh, good. Mm. That, that's a good. That's a good ana- analogy. Sam <laughs> Bradford coming out of college, people were calling him like the greatest pro football, like college football quarterback prospect since fucking John Elway, right? He was good. He was good. He was really, really good. But, of course, the injuries, right? I mean, major Uh injuries. Yeah, I mean, he had to show show the injury in the championship game, didn't he? Yeah, and Tua's had major, major injuries. The difference, the only difference is Sam Bradford was unquestioned as the number one pick that year. There was nobody. There was nobody. There was no, there was no... There was no other quarterback. There was no other player that was contesting that number one spot. Right, even with injuries, right? So, right. But now it's like when you look at Tua, that's why you know we're talking about the dynamics of the draft. It's like, Jesus Christ, do you pass on him and regret it forever, or do you say we're going to go with conventional wisdom, which is we saw what happened with Sam Bradford, mm-hmm. and maybe Tua may be that guy. So I, I, I know I know I know have, somebody I know somebody in the chat like touted Sam Bradford's name heavy at one point. We're not yeah. gonna go, we're not gonna say by, his by name, the, but he was a know. bum, right? By the time he was a bum, that's when Pooh was was fucking singing his praises, and we all told him we've we seen him. Sam Bradford before, yeah, and, and we and we always sold him. It's like it's not Jam his talent every week. It's like it's not his talent. It's, it's not, his yeah. injury. He can't stay healthy. It has nothing to do with his talent. Because Sam Bradford to this day, he still has good talent to be a quarterback. But you and, hit him a couple times, he's done. And TJ called it. He was like, he's like, he's gonna get hurt. Well, I think me and DJ kind of said at the same time, like, yo, he's going to get mm-hmm. hurt on a non-contact injury. Sure enough. Yep. Non-contact. So, yeah, that's the thing with two. I think a lot of these teams have a lot to consider. It's like he's top three talent, but like you say about value, it's like, ugh. No, I, I think I think at this point with his injuries and the way, like you said, him playing against other top talent, I, I can see it easily where he could be a third-round pick. Well, okay, Ravens Nation brings up a good point. So he says, was Bradford bad or the injuries or did Rams coaching just suck? Look, no, 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 no. No, let me tell you about saying Bradford. Yeah. Bradford was never a bad quarterback. The never. injuries fucking me. It wasn't bad coaching on the Rams or nothing. It was just the injuries. Because even when he came out and actually played for the Rams, he actually played pretty good. The problem was you hit him a couple times, he's out for the next three, four games. He just – Pretty it, much. It, it, um, it never. It had nothing to do with coaching. It had nothing to do with his ability. It just. He just couldn't. Bradford. Bradford got to the Rams after the Rams talent had already dried up. Right. Tory right. Holt gone. Isaac Bruce gone. Steven Jackson pretty much. I think he was still there. He was, he, gone, but he was right? still there though. He was still. Yeah, there, he was though. there. But I'm saying, you know, he, he was. They'd run him into the ground at that point. So, he was put in a position to be the savior. I mean, he didn't do bad though. He didn't even, even with that. That's what I'm saying. Even with that, he didn't do bad. It's just yeah. you know he, he got hit a couple times, and that was a wrap. Yeah, he's no pay. to no, be the savior. He started uh, 2010. He started 16 games. 2011, he started 10 games. 2012, he started 16 games, and then it went downhill from there because 2013 he got hurt. He only started seven games, and then 2014 he missed the entire season. Right. And then after that point, he was gone from St. Louis. He went to Philadelphia. He started 14 games. So he got his health together for the most part. I mean, hell, 
Uh, the one year in Minnesota, he went 20 and five. He started 15 games. That's not bad. Um, but you know, I, 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 think, I mean, I'll put it like that when he was on the field for the most part early in his career, he was not the reason why the team sucked. Revisition, that's my point. Yeah, you, you made my point. Steven Jackson was at the end of his career. Right, that's what I'm saying. It, it wasn't the reason why he was not the reason. It's just that he he could never stay on the field. Even when he what? was on the field, he had these, these little injuries that nagged him. Oh, and here's another reason that the the Rams had no success. Uh, uh, Jeff fucking Fisher. How about that? But that's see, that's what, but see, that's another thing. That's like even with even with the, even with Jeff Fisher, he still did okay. Here's you another know? here's another thing I was gonna bring up. Okay, just think about this for a second, right? So. Imagine what Jared Goff would have looked like if Jeff Fisher was still the coach of that team. We wouldn't even be talking about Jared Goff. Jared, Jared Goff would have probably been out of the league by now. Jared Goff, ex- exactly. Yeah, he should have been so out of the league. By now. All these people that say, well, Sean McVay stunted his growth by – no. Sean McVay, no, Sean McVay saved his career. Sean McVay saved his career, and Sean McVay saved that team because he looked at that team and said, we have too much talent for me to hold this kid's hand – um and and turn him into a fucking starting star quarterback with with you know and, and let this team suffer. It's like no, he's like, look, I'm gonna walk you through this. You're gonna be here for the ride, and we're gonna hope when it's time for you to make a play or two plays, you can make that play. Now, unfortunately, it didn't happen. But I'd rather him do that than to say, fuck it, we're gonna use Jared Goff as a project and all this talent on the team. You know, y'all will be squ- it'll just be squandered because we're too busy trying to validate Jared Goff as you know the number one pick that we made him. It's like that's bullshit, right? It's right. the same thing with Jimmy Garoppolo. Would you rather Kyle Shanahan sit there and be patient with Jimmy Garoppolo and not? I, the I ball just wish I, I just wish Kyle Shanahan won the fucking ball. <laughs> that's it. That's all he has to do. Just run the fucking ball. You'd have but, two rings but, if you ran the fucking but ball. Here's, but here's the field on top of that. But right. here's the here's yeah, the issue. Exactly. But here's the issue though, right? Kyle Shanahan is in the position that's a, unfortunately in an unenviable position for a lot of play callers and a lot of head coaches. He had two quarterbacks that he felt like the franchise would want him to validate their fucking existence as the starting quarterback. So you had you had um you had Matt Ryan who was the MVP that year, right? So obviously everybody wants Matt Ryan to be the reason that they win because so many times he was the reason he that they already lost. was he already was at that point just run he the was he, he didn't have to he do nothing else it. and then Jimmy Garoppolo right he held Jimmy Garoppolo's hand for three quarters and he's like all right here make this play just one that's all I need you to make and he couldn't fucking make one I'm not I'm not doing that to Jimmy Garoppolo. What do, not, you're not doing what to Jimmy Garoppolo? I, I, I'm not. I'm not gonna make him the fall guy. Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo nope. is who I've been saying he is. And they ain't got nothing. They ain't got nothing to do with bad They ain't got nothing to do with bullshit play calling. Nope. And one of the most overrated coaches in the history of the NFL said, "I would rather trade Tom Brady and keep that guy." So, fuck Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> I, I, you can tell what you said, but but as far as that Super Bowl. I'm not doing that to that man. That man got that man got bamboozled by some bullshit play calling. He got bamboozled by the fact he was on the field playing against a real team. All he had to he do was run the ball. out those Fuck plays. That. He carried out those run the plays. ball. Run the ball. Could have done something different. Could have called an audible. Fucking scrubs, Sam. He did. That's he what did. they say. Could have called an audible. What do you mean? 
that's what he said. He could have. Say. Every, everybody said he could have called audible. I don't know. I know in Atlanta they couldn't. I don't know. <laughs> I'm. T- I know in Atlanta they couldn't. Maybe in San Francisco, yes, but I know in Atlanta they couldn't. Falcons coaching sucks. Okay, I mean we know that, but my point is, at the end of the day, what ends up happening with these teams a lot of times is that. Okay, I'll give you another example. That week, everybody was talking shit about Ryan Tannehill. They came out throwing the ball and not running the ball, right? Right. <laughs> so it's like these coaches look, oh, I got to validate this guy. No, you don't have to and, fucking validate him. And, and, and Somebody see, has what to I'm be saying. for some time. And this, and, then, and this is exactly what I'm saying. I understand how you feel about Jimmy Garoppolo. I get it. And I, 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 I'm not disputing that. But that shit right there, when you feel like your ego's in the way of you wearing a ring and saying that you're a champion, that shit has to stop. That I agree. Be- you can go back and validate yourself in the preseason next year as you put your banner in the rafters. What? Why is this? Hey, man, y'all, y'all supposed to be drafting the <laughs> quarterback hell, at hell, 23rd. What, what, what do you think? Look at the screen. Look at the screen. Justin Herbert at 23rd. What you think? Don't say, y'all, that ain't my fucking team no more. Fuck You're, them. Well, what do you think about the Patriots? I'm a Bucks fan now. What are you saying? <laughs> L. What do you mean L? Hey, the fuck I told you what was going to happen after the season ended last year. I don't know why this is news. Uh, so Justin Herbert at 23. Uh, I mean, I like Herbert. Um, I, like that means I, I like the quarterback they got now, too. We brought 52-year-old Brian Hoyer back. Why? No, I like the other quarterback. What's his name again? Stidham. Stidham. I like Jared Stidham. I don't know why I get Herbert. I mean, Herbert's probably better. I get it. But... Stidham. I don't, I'm don't. i not sold on Stidham being the guy, but obviously, you know, Mr. Brainiac over there uh, thinks he is. And, you know, I think, I think I'm excited for the season because I can't wait for Bill Belichick to be exposed. So if they draft Justin Herbert, Justin Herbert won't be the answer. And it's it's not going to be a knock against him. It's going to be the fact he's going to be left with the same targets that Tom Brady had, which is none. And and yeah, that, that's what that's what I see happening. They might as well tra- trade James White to the Bucks so the Bucks can go and get that ring. That's all I'm saying. Hmm. Fuck the Patriots. DJ, you got anything else on this topic? No, I don't either. What the fuck, Bills? Else. What do you mean, what the fuck, Bills? <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> Who, you oh, think? who said that? Oh, no, never mind. Yes, why, why thank, you, thank you, well, Ravens well, Nation. What, 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 what are we questioning? <laughs> what are you saying, thank you, Ravens Nation. Exactly. Beat Trent Dofa. Just play your role and don't turn the fucking ball over. That means you, That's Jimmy it. Garoppolo. That's it. Scrub. That's it. That's it. Even, even if, even if, you know, and I can live with this. Even if you don't see the pass there and you decide to throw the ball away or whatever, I I, I kind of understand it, or even if you take off and run a couple of yards, I get it because you're still trying to be safe because it could have been a pick and that would have been even worse. But, but I think fact, it's just I, the fact that they, you you're running seven point five yards a carry and I you think, decide to pass the ball. I don't. I think it. DJ should remember this, and I think you remember this during the season when B Fife was talking. You know, he's talking <laughs> crazy, right? That guy? I was like, I was like, yeah. I know, right? I was like, yo. Look at Jimmy Garoppolo's interception stat. That is not good. There was at one point his interception, he was like fucking, what was he, like 15 and 8? Yeah, something like that. I can't remember. And it was like, yeah, I can't remember that number either. and his interception started catching up. It got to a point where he was like, 
uh, 16 and 11, right? And I'm like, I'm like, those pick stats are not good considering the fact he's not really throwing the ball that much. That means his interception ratio is a bit too high, and we saw what happened in the playoffs. See, that, that was more reason for you to run the fucking ball when you run at 7.5 yards. And, it, and it, you know what, what bothers me the most about this? Oh, boy. The first play when you got the ball, you mm. ran it up the middle for five yards and was second and five. You already averaged seven yards a carry, and you throw the fucking ball. I can see if the first play you didn't get anything. You got five yards. I just think they unbelievable, bro. Unbelievable. I just think they saw Pat Mahomes on that sideline. They're like, we gotta put this game out of reach. You put it out of reach when you just leave him on the sideline. Yeah, it's the perfect. I, I I I agree. Pooh, you should be the last one talking about run the fucking ball. You tripping. Hey, Pooh just spit facts earlier, and I'm putting it right there. There you go. For that game and the other Super Bowl. Blame him for both. Absolutely. I blame him for misspelling his name. Damn. And, and, oh, he misspelled it? Oh, he did. Oh, let me take this down. Let me take this down. Sorry. Take that down. I didn't even I didn't even read that. No, no, we take that down. Most teams are guilty of that. I've been saying since the rule changes, most teams would win if they just ran the ball more. It's true to it. I mean, that, I mean that, that's not even 2012. I mean, that's a tried and true statement ever since, like, we knew Barry Sanders and Emmitt Smith was running the ball. Mm-hmm. And he run the ball and stop the run. Well, you know well, I mean? that, that's the same time. That was a different time back then. But, 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 but common sense would tell you that if it, your best strategy to win the ball game, to keep the other team's best offense – the weapon off the field is to run the ball possession of offense you do it time of possession is the best defense bro i don't care what anybody say period if but you I, have I, the I, ball, I, don't I, wrong, I look bro. at it like this if you have the ball they don't bills i understand what you're saying you you want to run up the score and so but you, you're kind of playing into a high power offense's hand i agree with you i'm just saying i think i think that's what he what was, they were thinking I think that's what he's thinking. Unfortunately, like yo, well, we, but you got to also think here. as well. You also got to think as well. Kyle Shanahan is that type of coach. I mean, look what he did with Atlanta. Atlanta, when he, when he was offensive <laughs> coordinator, I mean, the offense was just go, 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 go. So he wasn't thinking like that. So I, I, I do get what you're saying. This also Didn't get, he also uh, run a reverse at, at some point in the race? No, oh, no, 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 no. That was um. <laughs> he that ran was, that fucking reverse on, on the. He ran a reverse on the goal line. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. That wasn't him. That was um the other offensive coordinator. Oh, what's oh, that name? was yeah, that was that bum. Oh Sorry, man, what's his name? Season. Sarkeesian, yeah, that guy who oh, was no. the same exact play at the goal line four times in a row. I wonder why it keeps getting stopped. And then, and then the one time they throw the ball to Julio, he snatches it out of two DBs' hands. Right. Um, I was gonna say, uh, the thing is, I think another thing Kyle Shanahan was thinking was the fact that, like, you know, you talked about it, like how trash Kansas City's defense was, right? Um, he probably figured, well, fuck, even with Jimmy Garoppolo, we can score on these dudes and just put this game out of. My thing was, I always thought the Chiefs' defense was suspect. Now, right. y'all got you guys. Y'all make like you, Seattle versus New England as an example. Yeah, nah, we're not doing like, that. Like, like you know, like you guys we're not doing that. Like you guys was perfectly. Y'all were absolutely right about what they did against the Titans, but they couldn't do that again. They couldn't do that against the 49ers because even though Garoppolo is limited with his passing, he still has the ability to throw the ball. So. They had to back up a little bit, and when they backed up a little bit, you had seven yards to carry with the 49ers. So it's like you you had it when you had the ball and you ran that ball on first down and you got five yards, 
keep running it down the throat. Why would you throw the ball? It, it just makes no sense. Let, I, let me address the shit that Pooh's talking about. And, and Chris Thomas, I get what you're saying, but here's the thing. Seattle ran the ball with Marshawn and almost got an end zone on, like, first down. Now, I've I've gone back and I've thought about this, and I've said, okay, look, you, you want to say they should have ran a ball on that play? I'm not going to knock you. But to act like Seattle completely abandoned the run um, is ridiculous. And we're talking about we're, – we're, like, it's two different things. We're talking about Seattle running the ball on one play – compared to not running the ball, like basically changing your entire game plan for mm-hmm. a quarter at a time, right? Because Seattle didn't right. do that. Tom See, Brady. The, the thing is, the thing is, you, you got to have situational awareness. You got to yeah. understand what's going on. But I, I get what you're saying, but here's the other thing. Nobody thought that Malcolm Butler – No, I'm sorry. Nobody thought that that team, period, was going to be ready for that play. It was a good play. It was a pick play. You run a slant right under, and Malcolm Butler had been working on that play all week and just happened to jump it. I mean, Seattle's mm-hmm. run, Seattle runs that play. Matter of fact, not just Seattle. The entire league runs that play on goal line. So it's not – I get that it was in the Super Bowl, and yes, it's a big situation, but, God, we wouldn't even be fucking talking about this if it was a regular season game. So y'all magnify it because it was the Super Bowl. But, I mean, let's talk about the fact that Tom Brady drove down the field 80-plus yards, two straight drives, and scored on one of the greatest defenses of all time. Y'all don't think that lost in the game? They were up 14. Yeah. Or they were up double digits. So I think people put too much on that or hand the ball to Marshall. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Fine. Conventional wisdom would tell you that. But at the same time, nobody's expecting a cornerback to come under that and jump like and jump it like that. Because that wasn't even a oh, you know, I see the crosses coming and you Man, know that was that wasn't even a part of the coverage. Right, that was literally just right. instincts, and I got burned they, on this all week, and now I'm ready for it because it was drilled into my head. Yeah, yeah that because wasn't, before that, that play, yeah, because before that play, the the two DBs got together and they talked about it just before that play, so they Pooh. were ready. But Pooh, we're talking, we're talking hypotheticals. But I mean, if we're gonna go hypotheticals, let's say Marshawn runs the ball and somebody gets the helmet on the ball and they fumble, then what? I mean, not only that, it's I mean, you got, I mean it, 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 it's so many things that go on. You got a quarterback that's mobile. They could have done naked bootleg. Right, I mean, like, there's so many other things that could have happened. Done, but it's, it's like, like the play was – it's funny because they have this perfect view, this slow motion view where they show it, right? And they show it from the perspective. It's like kind of in the stands, um, a little bit zoomed in, and they basically show it from Malcolm Butler's perspective. And that route was wide fucking open. And if he didn't jump that and look, no, I mean, you gotta understand at the ball. I'm saying you gotta understand. You don't, you don't think that. I mean, we all talk about Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson don't throw. He didn't throw the ball right into Malcolm Butler's chest. Yeah, it was to a spot. It was an open pass. And Butler beat him to the spot. Right. That's basically what happened. It wasn't like he threw it right at Malcolm Butler when he hiked the ball. Okay, Ravens Nation. I get it. Like, like, and and we can go back to when I told them that Pete Carroll was a choke artist before the game that day. I was like, Pete Carroll is a choke artist. I get it, but I'm not gonna second guess the play that they ran. Now, if they ran another play, if they ran a fucking fade to Doug Baldwin, then we can talk. Let's let's but, jump over. Let's let's jump over to this uh, Madden 21, uh, NBA Live 21. 
NBA 2K21. Uh, I guess FIFA, PES, the production of these games. Um, how well suited you think these games are going to be with all this going on? I mean, you, you're going to have an issue where people can't get in touch with certain players, not, may not know their ratings because they may not be working out. They may not be in training camp. They may, I mean, you don't even know what the next big thing is going to be when, because, you know, there's like some type of theme that goes on with season after season. Well, there is no season, so we don't know what we're talking about when it comes to that. I, I got a feeling that these games are going to be either really bland or they're going to be over the top to try to compensate. Either way, it's going to be a, a lose-lose with the presentation of these games. Uh, DJ, what are your thoughts? I think that each each game always says they're based, they base their ratings. In. So I don't okay. think the ratings that- aspect is going to be affected at all. I'm like they'll just if they have they'll have a new game and it'll just be like and everyone will just have well, to as far understand. as Madden yeah as far as well Madden, no no Madden. all of them even the NBA game really I'm like if they don't it, yes because they um they think, that's what think, they 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 always do it they if the season let's say the season I think their ratings right will be skewed because the damn season wasn't done no it isn't. No, no, no! They'll just pick up from where the, they last had their ratings. Conventional wisdom. Does, 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 does that does that make yeah. the quality just as good? Yeah, but DJ, here's the thing. Yeah. No, but see, here's the thing, DJ, and and mm-hmm. you brought this up another time. We think mm-hmm. they would do that, but then they start out next year brand new, right? And we're like, why didn't you just bring the ratings in from when the season ended? You that was your point, and I agree completely with it. So I don't think that that's what's going to happen. I think the ratings will be fucked up. Yeah, that's no, what I think. I think it's going to be but, jacked but, up. But that whole thing is based on a completed season. We're looking at this as an incomplete season. So that's what makes it worse. My, that's what makes it worse. Yeah. No, I, I get that, but I would say the best. I'm going that same point and say that it'd be best for them to to go with the uh, the ratings that they went with as they left off that season. I'm like, no, no, this I'm is agreeing a, this with is, you, but I'm saying yeah, I, don't, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think 2K has the logic to do that because we've seen them fuck this up other times around where it's like, okay, well, if this guy ended the season with such and such a rating, what has changed mm-hmm. other than the motherfucker going and working out in the gym for two months and coming back to the league? It's what, like, what about what about what about these rookies yeah, but they don't even get to play in the final four or the tournament? What about those guys? You see what I'm saying? It, 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 it's 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 like really jacked up. What about these quarterbacks? Well, well, not quarterback, but these college kids that are coming out in the combine. I mean, they did the combine or whatever, but you still don't know what they're doing doing OTAs or training camp or or any other activity that they have to do prior to practice or preseason. What kind of I, you know what I'm saying? More more uh, game game filming of the ones that you know during their college season or it stopped. They're gonna. They're not gonna have as much as they did in previous years. Yes, it's gonna be impacted, but they're gonna have to rely more on game footage that they that they've had uh, up until that point. Just I mean, like with the with the NBA, they, they um, they're they're gonna have, the NHL right. is gonna be affected. gonna be affected too. Well, you're right about so, that, Bills. They, they need a new Ravens guy anyway. I, I have no like. I have no I, see that. I I do agree because the yeah because the tendencies are just. I think he, he just got lazy. When he first got in there, he was doing all right. But I mean, I mean, shit, it's like not to toot my own horn, but fuck. I mean, I play with my roster. I can't go back to that default shit. 
even to the point where I was like, you know, I, I get that you're playing against Cleveland and Cleveland has certain tendencies of the default roster, but if you use another user's roster, you kind of see that it's way closer to how Cleveland plays. Um, he just he's lost. I mean, dude, that's your focus. Your focus is ratings. How do you make up the ratings if you don't watch the games? I, I don't get how he comes up with them. Like, I, I, I'm I mind-boggled as far as that concerns. So these ratings are going to come out all fucked up. Yeah, that's that's my problem. It's like, not only that, like, what presentation of the games are going to be like? It's like, is I don't, I, I don't even good. know. I, it, I don't I think don't know. that would be impacted either. I feel like Madden at the very least has should have nothing else to add at this point that's major because we're in May. I mean, we're not in May, we're in April. But, you know, usually by May, they already have at least a pretty much a, a fucking at least an alpha. And they have the foundation and then they just basically go and they claim they get feedback. And, um, I don't think Madden should be affected. 2K might have a little bit more tweaking they need to do, but I think I think overall, I mean, I, I don't think the next gen versions should be affected. I, I think all of it's going to be affected to some some degree. It's just, I mean, you, you, the players in general, their abilities, and and you just don't have enough film on them or or enough scouting on them to actually see. The, to to mimic their counterparts. Well, That's Madden, the part has no, Madden has no excuse. They had a full season. No, that's yep. true. That is true. The it's rookies, tough. the rookies, yeah, maybe, but even the, but the actual, not even the actual really player, the rookies. Yeah, not even really the rookies. They had a full season. They, yeah, they had a full season. Yeah, but their full season could, you know, no, their full season know, wasn't affected. No, but moving them to the NFL, you're not going to give them college uh, attributes in the NFL. Well, how, how, no, you're not. That, that's then then how do they do it now? But that's what I'm saying. That's an issue that is like every year. That's not. Yeah, just... I mean they. I mean you know they yeah. actually you know they actually tried to see what they did during the combine and or you know OTAs and practice. They didn't that's just. I disagree with you. See what I'm saying? They didn't just give them a, a rating as soon as they finished the national championship game. That's why no, I disagree. I, with. I know like, that. Right. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's my issue in general. Is like. And we, and we had this discussion a couple weeks ago when we talked about ratings. It's like, how can you make ratings based on combine and watching motherfuckers running with no pads on? It's like, all those ratings should be based on what they did on the football field. So it's like, how can you, how can you, and and the issue with college obviously is how will it translate to the NFL? Um, I think in that case you have to create a different tier. And I think every best player at each position, you have to obviously make a threshold and then just kind of fall below there. And a lot of it is just kind of guessing. But, man, to think that they really used to do speed ratings based on 40 times is, like, mind-boggling to me. Yeah, because it seemed like those the combined um, stats or footage would just confirm what the, what they've seen throughout the whole season. It's like Aaron like, Foster's yeah. forty time was nothing fucking nice, right? But then you see him on the football field, and you're like, "Holy shit, this dude's really not that slow." Nobody's catching him from behind, right? He's one of them players that has football speed, mm-hmm. or or and not football necessarily football sp- football speed or game speed. Let's just say that because that applies to every I mean, yeah. game. So but that's what I mean. It's like 
it's just it's it's different when you're on the football field, whether it's a sense of urgency when you're running away from somebody as opposed to running a 40, it's a, it's just a different mindset. Um I I I think it's gonna be impacted. I just something just not my gut feeling saying my gut feeling saying something's gonna be way off this year. And they're, and they're gonna try to compensate for it and it's and it's gonna make it worse. It's gonna be the lackluster or it's gonna be way off. You something's Madden, not something's not gonna go right with it with, with these players. Chris Thomas asks, uh, you think Madden is going to no leap and bound improvements because two K is literally around the corner? Um no, no. I think the only merit they would have to making big time improvements is the fact that they're going to another console. So if they don't, then you can check me off the list of motherfuckers that ain't gonna be playing it because I've seen this story before. I saw the fucking Madden 06 trailer. I saw the Mad 25 trailer. We got fucking duped twice. So yeah, I mean, I think the only merit that they would have is just making an impact immediately on that console. I don't think Jesus they're working okay just oh yet. Oh, my God. Oh what? So people need some creativity in these streets. I'm just going to leave it at that. Oh, boy. Oh. <laughs> they might have the game be bug-free, but that's it. Game plan fusion. Look, I, I say bug-free. I think... No, that's no game of beef bug-free. I think they will have a new engine of some sort, whether it's movement... Or maybe they'll finally pull the trigger on uh, adaptive AI. I mean, you know, it's kind of living worlds, maybe living worlds, possibly that they have entire generation. Like, yo, I mean, (laughs) right? It's like it's so. I mean, I I think. I mean, and and here's the thing: we we don't even really know because EA Play is canceled, E3 canceled, right? Mm -hmm. Um. It's going to be a lot of wait and see. And thank God the new consoles are coming out because we might just be stuck with a piece of shit in August. So I'm I'm still on the fence of wondering if these consoles are going to come out. They say they're not. I mean, they say they are. I mean, but no, I don't think there's any reason for it. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm not going to say yay or nay, but this whole situation got people like looking around like, what the fuck? Personally, um, I don't care. But as far as gameplay, I, I, I'm really getting to that point as well. I'm like, all right, whatever. If they come out, they do. All right, mm-hmm. I'm still gonna play something. But uh, I, I think at the end of the day, I don't think gameplay. We're still gonna get the same visuals. I think there's gonna be a massive upgrade to fit visuals. I'm. They may come up with another engine. It would be nice. I mean, you don't want to go into two generations with the same engine basically and uh and i I just think it's something's going to be off with the players i think that there's going to be a massive push for people in the community to fix these rosters my question that's my that's my that's my take oh and they're going to twist the fuck out of it too yeah tag some of your best roster makers yep under this tweet i would Fly them down to Orlando to help us do our job. It's not what they're gonna say. To help us do our job is basically what it's gonna be. It's like y'all motherfuckers should have been doing that before this calamity happened. Right. You know, and, and that's my thing. I think that's gonna be the that's gonna be the thing. I think the the, the the community is gonna have to fix this game as far as rosters more than ever. I, I don't think everything else is I think it's gonna be okay. Um I also think that uh 
we're going to get the same old Madden. Like I said, it's just going to be okay. But as far as rosters, personnel, likeness, I think all that stuff's going to be jacked up because of the lack of, you know, what's going on. My question is, let's think about 2K for a second. They're, they're in the same boat. No, but what I'm asking is, like, how much more of a leap in graphics can they realistically take, bro? Somebody said, I've heard rumors that they are taking a big leap for the next uh, for the next one. It's like, what do you make the eyes, I guess, a bit more lively or maybe the ball a bit more tied to the... Because, like, 2K14, right? The ball physics, like, as far as dribbling and everything, like, people don't get it. NBA 2K14 on Xbox 360 compared to Xbox One, night and day. That was the biggest transformation. Pretty much. So it's like, I'm just thinking, like, what? I don't know how much more they can do graphically other than maybe work on jersey physics. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Like, I really don't know what else they can do. 2K looks fucking crazy already. I mean, I guess they could maybe come up with a new skeleton for the body types. Um, I don't know. I mean, shit. Like, what? I don't know what else. I mean, it's almost it's almost to the point where they got everything about right. Uh, what you say, DJ? Yeah, I was about to say. I would say I would agree with Jersey physics, but um, I was maybe arena. That would be interesting. Jersey physics, like, because my thing, well, arena lighting for sure. I don't know why they, I mean, God, you and me talk about that all the time. NBA yeah, yeah. don't fucking touch it. How about that? A, a couple of years, they actually had it right, and then they just NBA 2K15, NBA 2K14, and then yeah. NBA 2K16 uh-huh. came. They started tinkering with shit they had no business tinkering with, and I mean, yeah, I think. Maybe, because maybe with the jersey, and you know how, like, the players sweat, they can have, like, the Jersey all of a sudden becomes like soaked up, and they can show that off to where the jersey kind of hangs as more moisture it gets in the jersey itself. So you could have that. I mean, this because yeah, there's plenty of elements that they can add, but like you know, like as far as small things that are like, oh, holy shit, I didn't know they had that in there, right? But then when you get like to the base major graphical improvements, it's like, what do they have? left to really tackle besides maybe the fans, the crowd, how they interact. Um oh yeah, they they definitely could go into the stands and and and, and improve that area. Right. That's that seems like the next that would definitely be the next step. Hair physics, it seems like they still don't really have that the way Pez has it and the way FIFA has mm-hmm. hair physics down. Um, you know, there's there's things they can do, like like uh, you know, people's headbands getting knocked off, right? You know, you got garments of, you know, accessories getting. I mean, that that's something that would probably blow my mind. Jerseys being untucked, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it just all goes back to jersey physics. I, I think that's something they yep. may want to look into. I, I I think that'll be something nice to put put in the game. But other than that, it's like they got all the faces. I mean, pretty much as good as you can possibly have them, all the skin textures um they have all that stuff i think more so gameplay wise they need to get to a physics-based engine an actual physics-based engine when it comes to mm-hmm. contact layups and things like that and just contact in general on ball defense um I, and I they also need to they also need to figure out how to keep these players um from acting like they're running in mud 
Oh God. I'm like, yeah, if I, I want to move a guy, then they need to move like right away. Whether they have, I'm like, they have foot planting, but it's just like they're they're stuck in the mud when you're trying to take off. They so, really oh. need more contextual animations for contact even outside of dribbling um just when you're running into somebody and, and things like that because they have the canned animations right and sometimes they slide mm-hmm. into them like for charges and loose ball fouls you know they added a lot of nice animations but i would rather mm-hmm. see it play out a bit more organically um you know, as far as the contact is concerned, especially around the basket, right. I mean, there's a lot of things that they could do with that. And then as far as running, I mean, shit, can we see players trip over another guy's feet or, you know, things like that? There's there's a lot of things that they can do. Oh, you know. Yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll, yeah, it'll be interesting. Players would be pissed if they oh, were yeah. playing online and their player tripped and fell over something. A physics-based be- running system? Imagine, oh, shit, you play Madden the couple years where they kind of had it and you had to run through and pay attention to your lineman's feet and things like that. It'd be no different mm-hmm. in the NBA. Like I told you, if you do a spin move and you spin into somebody, you should not just be able to, like, magically move them back as if they're weightless and shoot a layup. It just doesn't right. make sense. So that's that's all things that they need to work on. Yeah. So, no, I agree. Um, let's see. Ravens Nation said the only two things that would get him to buy Madden is making a franchise. What it used to be and giving options to customize historic teams again. Hmm. Historic teams is so far off with Madden to me because they have so many other things. Like they need to concentrate on one thing, and that's fucking franchise, and put the right. movement back where it was in Madden twenty five. And yeah, for we- me, yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm like, for me, just put a My League type franchise mode in the game. Yeah, yeah, I think that's one of the main things that they need is a franchise. I mean, even with the gameplay issues, I think a lot of people will accept the gameplay issues if the franchise mode was on point. Gameplay is um, good enough this year. If they had a My League type franchise mode, I'd still be playing it. So Yeah, you know, it's just, it's just that they just don't have it, and people have been asking for it. And then, they, they, I mean, the thing is, and it, they can't monetize it. The moment they monetize it, I promise you, you have a bomb ass franchise mode. I mean, I, I mean, I hate to say. It, I think it's the moment too. they have competition, though. Well, that that too, that too, that would that would. I don't help think too. it's. I don't think it's necessarily monetization. Oh yeah, if they, if they were competition, if, that's gonna if, do it. If two K never was around, and they never, I mean, if they never wasn't going to say they were coming back, and they found out they could put a much style. Monetization in franchise mode, you best believe that shit would be on point. Well, they already advertise within franchise mode about much. So it's that's like what I'm saying. Now, if they did it, they say if they did it vice versa, and they can advertise some franchise monetization in much. Trust me, both modes get all the attention that it's supposed to get. It, it just don't thing, make any money. The last thing Madden needs is for 2K to come out with a fleshed out, yep, franchise mode. Gotta do it. I agree. That will do it. But the flip side of it, if, if if 2K never did come out with one, that would be our only hope. Be some monetized bullshit. Because you, you know, trust me, everything about yeah. Mutt and everything about Superstar KO, everything that they want in that mode, and I mean they as the consumer, they put it in that mode. They make sure they go head over heels for those people on that side because that it, it's a moneymaker. Franchise, oh, can we make money off this? No. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll sell them a dream next year. That's what they do. 
in their arcade pursuits if 2K put a, a franchise mode in their arcade game? Oh, Just stick it right in there. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I don't see why not. Do you that, think that that shouldn't have nothing to do with the stipulations that they're making the game? Exactly. Do you think the coronavirus is a blessing in disguise for franchise mode? Because maybe the people who are just casual fans, they do have some awareness that a season is going on. Maybe they would actually want to try to play a season mode just because it's like we haven't seen football and like we might potentially not see any more basketball for the rest of the season. I feel like it might be a blessing in disguise for a lot of sim modes just because people are like, oh, yeah, well, the season would be going on around this time. Yeah, that would be interesting. Well, it's funny because to tell you the truth, I've played more games in franchise and MLB The Show this year than I've had in the past because of no regular season game going on to possibly ruin experience in the video game. I could be honest. The fact that there hasn't been many sports, I've been playing just a lot of stuff and not really. There haven't been more. I don't know how to put this. I've I, I just been playing games without caring of for the outside world perspective of the game. And I think for a lot of people, that kind of skews, like what you said, DJ, the fact that there's no MLB games on, you've been more entrenched in your franchise mode. Like, mm-hmm. for me, it's like the fact there's no sports going on, This is, these are my you know, former sports. And I, I kind of, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but it, it leads me to tolerate a little bit more because I'm not the, the real world of sports is not influencing my thoughts or what's in the game or what's not in the game. You know, I, I mean, I, I guess that makes sense. Mm. You know, um, <laughs> real football gamers say they want more Madden 08 videos. Yeah, I got so. y'all. Don't worry about it. I got, look, look, trust me, I got this new setup down here in, you know, in this room. Matter of fact, I just got all the the hookups to my Elgato. Got my two screens up. Trust me, they're coming. They're they they, they all gonna come. Ravens Nation is like his Xbox broke. <laughs> no, I bought a second one. It is. He, he's right. I got a video about two Xboxes that are broken, but I bought a third one, and that one's great. It's working fine. So we're, they talk we're about good. the original the original Xbox, right? Right. Okay. I, I got one that works when it wants to. One don't work at all. So I bought a third one for like forty dollars, and that one's working just fine. Um, and I th- those will be coming. Those 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 uh episodes will be coming straight up. Um, Dude, I would actually stream. I would actually no, stream my um MLB franchise if you know it wasn't a fear that my internet would be throttled during this time. So. Yeah, a lot of people internet has been acting up because of more people at home and shit. Right. So that that's been it. Like yesterday, mine was acting up, but it wasn't because it was throttling. It was I had to use my one of my old Wi-Fi uh, adapters. Well, I bought another one today, and and this one is like way much better because I, I I couldn't deal with it. Actually, um, this one's a lot. I just, actually, Mother Nature just clued me into why my internet's acting up. It's been extremely windy today. Fucking wind. And a lot of people oh, okay. don't understand wind plays a factor in 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 signals. So yeah, it's um, been crazy. Yeah. You know, uh, Ravens Nation brought up something interesting, and I think we talked about this prior to him. Uh, I guess watching the podcast or listening. 
Mm-hmm. He said, um, he said, I agree. Outside opinion ruins games. However, sometimes it's needed in today's game economy. Games back then were complete in the package. Now they are released fifty percent finished. See, my thing. No, is- he he makes a great point. He's right. No, and, no, and, I, and I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that what we're doing is wrong. It's just the fact that the omission of the outside interference of real games or what other people think of games. It, it it makes us just enjoy the game itself. Now I'm not saying that you know that should be the case. Now I'm gonna focus on I'm gonna focus on um, his first sentence because I think the issue is like who like what what is the person's intentions that that's reviewing the game first off? What what are their intentions when they give feedback? What 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 tone are they using? Are they doing this for some self-serving reason? Are they doing it because Yeah. Are they doing it because they truly want the game to be better? Hell, uh I'll give you another example. Do they even know what the fuck they're talking about? Because me and VF, I uh remember Madden 25's review where some fucking clown on IGN said, oh, I don't like the game because the running is too hard. It's too realistic. I just want to be able to turn and run. I remember that review. That was bullshit. Yep, I remember that. And they sat there, and I remember like it was yesterday because the dumbass I was talking was using the fucking Broncos, and I hate the fucking Broncos, so I already didn't like them. And then he, yeah, he was talking about, I don't know why I can't just turn. And those are the motherfuckers that get RPO take, uh, RPM taken out because that's the biggest review. Uh, that's basically the biggest gaming news slash biggest game review site slash company out there is IGN. And when you got dumbasses that don't know shit about football, don't know shit about sports, don't know shit about uh, video games, uh, as far as sporting videos games is concerned, uh, uh, when you got uh, motherfuckers like that reviewing games and giving their feedback and saying stupid shit like that. I will, then... I will say this. I will say this, and all three of us can relate to this. And it's not necessarily a shot at anybody in the community, but this is a problem that we have for a very long time with this generation of football games. And we're not saying that the games are good. We're not saying that they're one hundred percent terrible either. But when you make breakdown videos or when you make videos that are telling you what their particular thoughts about Madden, they forget to tell you that these are their particular thoughts. One clip that somebody may break down does not tell the whole story of an actual full game that someone plays. Like if somebody was to live stream a particular game of Madden, default sliders or whatever the case may be, if the game is just vanilla playing, you're not going to see that many hiccups that you see in a particular breakdown video. Like I said, there's not a knock on anybody, but I've been saying this for at least the past six months. You're not telling the whole story when you make a breakdown video because I can play that same game with those two same teams and maybe once or twice out of that entire game, what that video was saying may happen. Now, let's be honest. If that happens two times out of what? What's the average NFL or average Madden game? You you run maybe like 40 plays mm-hmm. in a Madden game. If that happens two times out of 40 games, how bad is that game? 
mean, let, I mean, let, let's 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 be straight up honest. How bad is that game if it only happens two times in a forty play well, game? Let's use this as an example. Um, there's a reason I asked DJ. Hey, have you seen that ball coming back through the fence in MLB The Show in offline? Because see, what we could do is. This is a perfect example of the sim community and people who review games in general. We could see that shit happen and be like, this is your MLB The Show 20. Is that. That is what your game is when you play it. That is what you're going to see. And people who don't have the game will say, oh, shit, that's what the game is? That's the type of shit to be happening? Right. Now we could say we, we we leave out the part that oh it only happens on online right but and see, <laughs> and see this and see this is the thing I've been trying to tell certain people and you know when you play when you play a game if what you see in a breakdown video if you see something like you said with the with the home run going through the wall if that happened the majority of the time that game will be recalled and put back on the shelf I mean put taken off the shelf. There's no game that I'm not saying the games don't have problems. I'm not saying that the games are some games are like come out literally broken. Yes, it does happen. But when you look at certain games that like say if you ran a play and you every time you threw the ball, uh, uh, the ball will shift through somebody to be completed or an interception every single time or let's say 80 percent. Hell, even 50 percent of the time. That game will be recalled because that game would not be able to be put out in that fa- or at least be patched because the game would not come out in that in that fashion. Now, if it happens two, three times, is that two or three too many? Well, okay, yeah, I can understand where your your argument is, but if the ball goes through a bat in MLB the show, which I despise that happening, mm-hmm. if that happens two times out of what seventy, maybe eighty. Or ninety pitches, <laughs> is the game really broken? I, I mean, just to be honest, is it really broken? Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you just gotta understand that these are products that are they're not going to be you know one hundred percent all the time. And I think that's what people m- be misconstrued about Madden. It's like, yeah, you see these problems, but online, your server, the other person's connection, your connection, all that stuff plays in all a factor. And when you do play offline and it happens two or three times, does that really warrant to say, oh, the game is fucking broken? I'm like, you're running 50 plays a game, and it happens two or three times. Well, what's, see, the, what's the percentage of that? It's very low. But see, that's the issue, is that in this generation, perception is reality, so people don't want to see for themselves. They don't want to get the truth. They would rather live in their ignorance because it's blissful to them. So, you know, if if you have somebody who, who claims or touts themselves as the voice of the community and they tell you that a game is a certain way and that could be any game that could be the voice of the call of duty community the voice of the nba live community the voice of the nba 2k community people will follow them and that will become the 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 truth that will become the the facts the reality but in- I, mean, I i think this is the reason why all three of us just got out of the business of that aspect of the community it's like look of course credibility doesn't matter Right, it's like we're going to play these games. We're going to give you an honest opinion. Do these things happen? Yes. Now, what rate does it happen? Trust and believe. If these games had a problem that was at a high rate, we would not be playing them. It's a reason why we don't give two shits about NBA Live 16. You see what I'm saying? It's a reason why 
we don't give a shit about NBA Live the series this generation in general. Because right. we know the the rate of the of the problems in that game are severely high. It's not even close to what it is in Madden. But when you find that one play in Madden, or let's say two K basketball, or any other game for that matter, and you see that problem, and then you put one video out, like a picture's worth a thousand words, a video's worth a million, but the truth is worth a, a, a quadrillion. But you well, right. you, have, you have to be honest with yourself. Like, okay, does this happen every time? How bad does it happen? And Ravens Nation, that's the point, is that it's it comes down to people basically looking at one person's opinion as fact or they, they don't want to research things for themselves because they would rather just they, they 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 hear what they want to hear. It just knocks me when you look at a five-minute, one five-minute video and you see this video on a daily basis or you see it every other day and it's not telling you the whole story of that one game's being played. It's like, okay, this the play that you found that there's a problem. Does this have did this happen in on the entire drive that you had playing the game? Did this happen like every time when you ran in, you know, every every play in that one particular quarter? Did this happen 20 times or in one half? Or, or you just got this one. Th- I mean, I'm not saying that it don't happen. It's just that at the rate of most people think it is, people are going to think that this game is like 100% broken and what's the problem? No, that one play just skewed your whole thought process about the game. Well, and here's the other thing we talk about credibility. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not going to name this guy's name because there's no point in just starting unnecessary drama. Me and DJ always joke about, motherfuckers who make videos and can't even play the game, right? So they sit there and they want to bash the passing aspect of 2K. But they don't mm-hmm. know the options that are available for them to change the interface for the passing. They don't and know how also, to play the game. You watch them play, they fucking suck at it, right? Yeah. Well, then, the, And then the one specific thing is just that knowing that your view affects how, you, how the pass is going to go. I'm like, if you're always playing up down, then you have to be aware that your left thumbstick on the left analog is going to be mostly going up or down. So if your passes go to where wherever they were going, they're influenced by you holding the left analog up or down versus right. left to right. I mean, there there are just a lot of factors. I mean, when you when you look at us, you know that you're gonna get honestly how we feel about the game. There's not going to be any type of outside outside influence it's just of basically our opinions. What it's, there are some people in the community that are like that too. I mean, it's just basically what we see when we play the game for a long period of time. And we're not going to sit here and say, oh, it doesn't happen because it does. But we're not going to let a certain breakdown just say, okay, I'm not going to play the game. You want to know what makes us stop playing games? Like when you go to APF and the safeties are not acknowledging the routes, that shit makes and, you not want to play a game. And, and here's, you know what though? But here's a perfect example of APF, right? Now, if you came here and we just talk shit about APF all the time and you went through all the episodes, all the past first and frame rates episode, and we never said anything positive about APF, wouldn't you think there was an agenda there? Right. But we, like, there's no there's no merit to us doing that because there, there could be people listening to this podcast that 
have never played APF before. Maybe they're younger and they've only played Madden. They don't know what APF is. They don't know what 2K football is, right? And and we go and and we start talking about, you know, how shitty it is. And then a new 2K comes out and they're like, oh, well, that game's going to be shit because, you know, they I said mean, APF and NFL I mean, 2K5 were shit. So. I mean, the, the main thing is every I, – I don't know where I got this from. Like, damn it, every Madden that came out, I can break it down and take what was the problem in that particular game. So I can tell you, like, is it worth playing or not? Some people telling you it's the same old shit, the same thing. No, Madden 25 had superior running. Madden 15 had no tackling and bad DBs. 16, everybody had one-handed catches. 17 was probably the best balanced Madden, even though it didn't have a deep franchise mode. 18 had decent running, and it finally got better graphics. But overall, um, the passing mechanic was kind of thrown away because they had the the wonky passing everything, like the fake NFL fever one. 19 had RPM was taken out, and 20 got squatty running, and the abilities are OP. Now, I just ran down all that without even using any notes, no, not even looking up nothing or anything like that. I just know what these games are. But that I'm not going to tell you not to play neither one of these games. You can find fun in any of these games, but trust and believe you're going to have these issues. Now, does that say that the game's trash? Hey, that's up to somebody else's opinion, and I understand it. But there's on the flip side of that, there's fun to be had in any, every single one of these games. There's some form of sim to find in every single one of these games, and it's just up to you to find it. it, it it's, it, I mean, if you just want to play straight up football. There's football to be found there, but you got to understand which which each one is lacking. And don't let people tell you you can't play sim in a non-sim game because those people are idiots. And we 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 had that debate with people a long fucking time ago. Right. I mean, I just, wow, I, I just, wow. how can you play sim in NBA Street? Watch. I mean, I mean, just just ask regular Dave. Me and regular Dave, you know, he's a cool guy. But me and him had this conversation a long time ago about being sim and non-sim. It's not a style. It's basically what the game is. If they right. give you the tools to play the game like you see on Sundays or Saturdays if it's NCAA or even in basketball, they give you the tools. It's there. It's just that if you're going to play the game, they need to – like I said, I don't want to repeat. If you're going to play the game, they need to give you the tools. APF has a phenomenal set of, of tools for you to play, but when you see the safety not playing correctly, that's an eyesore. When you see Madden 20, everybody's running like they're squatting, that's an eyesore. You know, when you see the passive mechanics in Madden 04 is like great, but in Madden 05 is not, that's a problem. It's stuff like that. You need to have the whole package, not just because something is a wow factor. We're going to do this. Madden 16 should have never had that one hand to catch the way it was set up. Never. It should have never been that way. Well, then they also have Odell back. But yeah, just, but I'm saying what I mean is that, everybody should not have been able to do it. That's well, what I, I know. My, my thing is though, I just go back to, and I, I hate to do this, but I mean it's the only thing I can think of is like, what what are the game changers for? Because because if these games are being released like this, I'm a, and after the fact, you you look at Madden 16 and the devs are like, oh shit, well you know. Danny Amendola is making Odell Beckham type catches. How did y'all not catch this? Y'all I'm claim a, y'all have game testers. What the fuck are they doing there? Eating I'm Cheetos and playing mutt? I'm gonna I'm gonna break that down for you in a second. I'm gonna let DJ respond to that real quick. If he wants yeah. to. Yeah. 
as far as as far as the game changes, it's just been ineffective from from day one. I'm like, if you can't catch, and it's not y'all. And the thing is, it's like if if you guys are catching it and and telling, but they're still not not being fixed, then it's just like, what's the point of even being a game changer? Except for clout. Listen to the name of your like that's literally the name of the program. Game changer. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what happened. And I talked to Smitty about this. I mean, ain't, ain't no reason to pull no punches. I talked to Smitty offline on the phone about this. Me and him, we have we we exchange phone numbers, so we talk offline from time to time. I told him that they were sold a bag of of, of bad goods. They went down there. They had good intentions. They had everything that they wanted to do. Um, I mean, they had intentions to do everything they wanted to do as far as this community goes. And it's not knocking them, but EA, they, they low-key used them. I mean, there's no way around it. I mean, they they used them to back up. Uh, trust me, this, this Madden Ultimate Team stuff, this monetization stuff was probably, I'll just guess, maybe two years in the making prior to them even going down there. And for them to get them down there to, to to have them to be exposed to what they're showing, it was a way for them to put to put the monetization in without the backlash. And, well, and I more think that's exactly to what muzzle, happened to muzzle us. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. And it's not a knock on them. And I'm not saying that for them to 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 point and laugh at them because I knew from day one they went down there with good intentions. But you look at what happened from Madden 25 and all the things that was said and all the things that was done, and now you look at Madden 20 with lackluster franchise mode, Mutt is making billions, and Superstar KO is about to stop making billions. Well, so we, we, you kind of see what happened. It's like that, that's exactly I mean, what happened. I mean, we can go all the way back to Madden 12. That's where the falling out started. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like years, years prior to them going down there, to 2011, they didn't go down there to 2013. I mean, let's let's think about let's think about what happened with the Sim Standard, the original Sim Standard, and what happened with Madden 12, and the basically split down the middle uh, opinion of that game, where prior to them going down there, once again, it's not knocking them. All of them are are cool people, but when you're when, when when what y'all are saying prior to going down there is like they better show us something, yo. It better have all these things. And then Madden 12 comes out and it's like, oh, they fixed a couple things. This game is, is good. It's like, no. We like, I will say I will say this Madden 12 was one of the better Maddens that they put out in a long time. Madden 12 was one of the better Maddens, but my thing is like the only reason why Madden 12 was looked at the way it was was because of how bad Madden 11 was. Well, that's true. Madden 11 was absolutely terrible. And from that point, right, they put out Madden 12, which was a decent offering, and they had the community buy the balls ever since then. Because then what they could do is, oh, see what we did, right? You see what we did. So now just wait until we do this. And we still been waiting. Right. So the game changer program, and, and, and you know, it goes to all walks of life on social media. They call these motherfuckers influencers. And I pointed this out on a, on a no that that podcast. that's when I no that's when I knew it was a problem when they started influencers. Calling. That's when I knew because we knew it didn't start out with 
it didn't start out with them going down there to help the game being fixed. It got to a point where they're influencing consumers to abide by what they're putting out. Influence. That's what an influencer was. I mean, don't get me wrong. Shakedown is perfect for this, and, and he's in a great position to be an influencer because he actually does it the right way. He does not influence people to fall into the 2K trap of my team and, and all this other stuff. He's a big proponent of playing on the park. Yeah, maybe some monetization when it comes to the actual VC and leveling up your character, but he's always been a proponent of actually getting good foot basketball in the game. But the flip side of that, you look at Madden, most of the influencers over there are trying to do ebooks. They're cool. trying to do, you know, stuff to glitch the system, stuff to 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 get a big badass mutt ultimate team. Or, you know, they're trying to do funny shit. You don't see no influencers trying to do what NYK do or do what we're trying to do. Show off how certain concepts work against other other concepts or why this player is better than that player. No, it's about, look, you need to get this 99 Warren Sapp and throw the football with them. Like, what, what the well, fuck? Who's but, doing but, that? But that's what I'm no. saying is in, influencers are basically the digital version of crowd control. That's right. that's what they are. Right. They're the digital version of crowd control. We will we will keep you at arm's length, but we will do it by bringing people that you even, trust down. Even this, the NBA Live group, game changes the NBA Live. They do a good job. They do a good job of yeah. trying to. I mean, the game is not up to par, but they do a good job of trying to influence people that basketball is where it's at with the game they're not trying to sell you know a dream of some souped up you know cards or anything of that nature it's just that for some reason madden and even fifa they is all about that souped up stuff that has nothing to do with the sport and i, I don't i don't get it, it it's but that's terrible. what i'm saying is is but 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 see that's that's ea doing that it's it's the equivalent it's the equivalent of 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 basically the game changers being the, the game changers being the representatives for the community or let's say you know they're drug dealers and they're the middlemen and they go down to EA and EA shows them this suitcase of money. See, we got the money. Yeah, but you ain't never gonna see it. You just saw it, you didn't touch it, you didn't it's not yours. They show you it because what they want to do is they want they want your trust. They want your trust and they want you to hold on for as long as you possibly can to trust them that they're going to give you or give us what they want. And they use people that we trust because those are the people closest to us that will say, you know what, if they're saying it, then it must be true. And it's not their fault because they got caught up in the game. They got caught up. Exactly. But now they're realizing, you know, something as little, something as small as beta codes. Yeah. Oh, they're realizing no, 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 that, let's, not, let's not go there. No, because because <laughs> be, because because it's true. Something the smallest beta codes. You just realize mm -hmm. that once you start speaking truths about you know Sim was getting kind of spicy and some of them breakdowns. They don't like that. They don't like beta that because it, you're influencing the people to say, "Oh shit, maybe this game ain't what we're making it out to be." So that's I mean that, that's that's what it is, man. I influencers, that's their job, bro. They influence you to have a certain perception about the product of which they're they're working for or the company that's serving the product 
that that's that's really what it is. My my thing is is just that they need to they they need to figure this out. You know, I mean, and I don't think they ever. I think it's it's just money. Rex money Rex was the final nail in the fucking coffin. No, and not only that, the guy who replaced Rex decided to start touching on people. Yeah, weirdo. <laughs> but even then, I had no hope for him. So Rex leaving. I mean, no, I'm, I'm, final... actually, I'm actually, I'm actually glad that he left because that dude was a War of Warcraft monetization type dude. If he yeah. was still there, you thought it was bad. Now, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it would have been super worse. Yeah, hell, let me tell you, franchise mode would have probably got monetized for real then for the wrong reasons. I mean, I mean, thank you, Rex, for Madden 20, and that's about all I can say. Yeah, Rex, uh, I think Rex, I think Rex's best work was NCAA 14. It was. I think, I think I, I'm saying, Madden 20. That and probably 25. Madden 20, we wouldn't have got signature throwing animations. We wouldn't have got abilities. Yeah. All I know, so, all I know is if 2K calls Rex, Rex better answer that phone. Answer that phone, Rex. Please, yo, you could be the Scott OG of the football community, bro. And bring and and and, and grab uh what, damn, I can't remember his name now. I haven't Oh Damon Gro. <laughs> Damon Gro. Leave that man at the bar. Get him out of the halfway hey. house he's in now. <laughs> get drunk somewhere. Yeah, but yeah, Rex needs to answer that call, 2K calls, because you know. Please. They'll please. they'll open they'll open up not just the wallet but they'll open up the the crate uh, the crate open up of, the briefcase <laughs> right yeah briefcase full of money with that with that with that gold light that be shining out in the <laughs> cartoons <laughs> yeah so they'll open up the the pay and they'll open up the creative control that's what that that's what I see coming from two K so Rex answer that phone and, and get and bring the other guy with you. You. Oh, Bill. 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 Oh, you still don't remember Bill. Uh, what's Bill. His, what his name is? What? Okay. I just remembered I got the pictures, bro. Oh, oh no. Gonna... <laughs> Wait. I got the pictures, bro. I got the Damon Girl pictures. You still, still have them? I sure do. Oh, my God. Are we going to have a fucking word reveal right now? <laughs> <sighs> I ain't gonna do it, man. I ain't gonna do it. I don't do it, man. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah, it. After, after we go off the air, y'all better be. Quick. Oh, well, I've already. Y'all better be quick. quick. You see that? 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 You, see that? you don't see it no more. <laughs> <laughs> you better. I hope you were quick because if you didn't see it, you missed it. Yo, and those pictures were rumored to have been. I got, I got, I got eight more. Those pictures were rumored to have been around the time the game was supposed to release. Yep. And they were going to go live and say, our game's a mobile game. If you didn't see the picture, you missed it. Maybe another time. That's just one of one, two. No, I'll take that back. I have five more. That was a that was a great hurdle they had in that six-second trailer. Oh, this is a good one. Yeah. Oh, this is a good their one. Their channels sold their channels out for that hurdle. And their hairlines, apparently. This is this is, this is a good <laughs> one. Hey, hey, Bills. Oh God, this one. This is a good one. This is a good Damon Girl picture. Hey, if y'all look at the screen, y'all better look at this because it's gonna be up for five seconds. You better see it. You ready? There it goes. 
Is that Kyrie saying an EO Shirai? It's going. It's going. I don't know nothing. I don't know nothing. Oh my god. I don't know nothing. If you ain't see it, you missed it. If you ain't see it, you missed it. Oh my unless, god. Unless Pooh screenshotted it, which I, I know Yeah, Pooh's probably gonna screenshot. He's probably gonna some fucking random informant sent VF <laughs> yep. those pictures, and VF was like, Look what I got. Yep. He and said I couldn't back fucking in, believe it. Back in 2015, he sent it to me. Sure did. He said, Don't yeah. believe him. He's a scam artist. Yeah, and that's like, no, this was in this was 2016. 2016, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep, 2016. That was, and, um, and again, that was the night before they announced uh, everything was going mobile. Pretty much yep. like the week, yeah. the week of. The, it was the week the, of. The it was the week of. of. Yeah, yeah, something like it was like the week of the, the night of. I, it sure was. And then, and then, you, and then you saw he saw him the next day on TV. He looked like yep, he was down there crying. <laughs> <laughs> he was down there crying, yo. Man, that motherfucker was pale as a ghost. That night. I don't right. The motherfucker's pale as a ghost. Man, um, what have happened to that game, man? Ew, Madden 11. Mm. Anything else y'all got before we go? Yeah, Madden 11's ass. Yeah, Madden, 11's, so Madden 11's is the worst one. It, it's I want to see Madden. some Madden 11 videos. Go back and watch yeah. Versus break down that fucking game. Go watch Versus. And Wikia. Hell, you can even go back and watch the Sim yeah, Balls. You can shit, even go watch, watch Ryan Moody. Anybody. Just watch... Yeah. People break down that game. <laughs> watch people. <laughs> Just watch people break down that watch game. Anyone at this point. That game was ass. Yeah, it was. It was. It was terrible. Uh, All right. No, Is what? It? No, it's not ass. Please don't do this, Ravens Nation. No, see that's that's the quickest way to don't do it. What's next? <laughs> What's next? <laughs> NBA Live 07 on Xbox 360 was good. Anything else y'all got before we go? I don't know. Okay, well, other man. than uh, Chris Johnson, yeah, the expose indicated in a yeah, I just saw that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a theory about that. Yeah, I want man, I want to wait till more facts come out I, before we talk about that. Look, look, I just don't I, like the thing overall. Not just talking specifically about uh, Chris Johnson, but why? Where do once you get that NFL money, what makes you want to gang bang afterwards? That nigga said, "My name is CJ." <laughs> To CJ 2K for a different reason. Right. <laughs> I just don't get it. I got like, Alec, like Aaron Hernandez murdering people. I mean, he, he was catching touchdown passes on, on Sunday and killing people on Friday night. Oh, he, was like, what the hell? He, was doing, he was doing that in Connecticut. He was doing that. Um, he was doing that when he still lived in Connecticut. Yeah, some people just built differently, man. They just they're just different, yo. That's crazy. Like trying to um, live the mob life, live the NFL life at the same time. Right. Um, I'm gonna uh I don't know if it's gonna be tomorrow or Saturday, but definitely um I'm gonna finish the preseason of Madden 08 and then I'm gonna do week one. Uh because the preseason games are okay, but I, I don't wanna um live stream those. Um, but uh that and NCAA 08, definitely gonna be running those back to back now since I got my setup. Uh, also, um, I don't have anything else. I actually thought about doing NCAA 14. Yeah, Pooh and uh, fast. Pooh's yeah. about to get, Pooh's about to get yeah, your ass a cease and desist he, order. He, yeah, he already posted it. It's 
Oh, I ain't worried about that. I ain't, I ain't worried about that. They, no, they, I'm they just saying he up. just works fast. Just saying. No, he does. Um, I'm also going to probably do NCAA 14, NCAA basketball 10. I've been playing those as well. And I, I've you liked- like that game. Huh? You like that game. What, basketball 10? Yeah. It's good. It's a, it's a, it's a pretty good basketball game. It's not bad at all. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I'm going to probably do some more um, – not only just regular vlogs, I'm gonna do some video game ones too, because I've gotten away from those when I used to do the when I first, you know, late last year I was doing them. We'll get back to those. So be on the lookout for that. Um, more live streams as far as uh, um, the football games definitely. Uh, DJ, you got anything? Who's talking about you can't escape from the internet? No, we can't escape from you because apparently you the police. <laughs> All right, he's just gonna put my name out there. <laughs> right, exactly. It was him. He did it. Kachi six nine of the some FO. He really is. He just needs to way more hair. You know, it's like it's straight up. Like, God. I mean, I don't care at this point. I mean, I'm just saying it's just chill. It's just funny. Is that who's the like the the ops? Yeah. Anyway, um, you got anything, DJ? DJ Nay. Like we had another good show. Uh, that's what coming out. Uh, Pooh, I'm gonna need you to take off the wire before you come on the next show. Um, <laughs> he's not coming on. He's coming on here. <laughs> he's he just get rid of that wire. And um, we, we, know, have, and, we have a bodyguard bodyguard at the door. Right. <laughs> and then also from from earlier that you still reaching, oh. still reach. So, yeah, so no and I ain't talking talk. about Halo. So, <laughs> but other no than that, talk. another Thursday in the books. Yeah, another good episode. Everything went good. Uh, I wanted my son in here, but he was sleepy and he was hysterical. About to say, are sleepy. we gonna get Bill's uh, final thoughts? No, I am, I am. I just, I was just saying, I just wanted him in here, but he was hysterical. Bill, Bills, what you got? Uh, we'll be back in the week with more podcasts. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Who's talking much. about thanks for the reminder? Like, what? Tell your Washington buddies to watch their driving? What is this about? First of all, why you that, know if anybody's driving? Ain't y'all like, like a 48-hour quarantine or some shit? Y'all can come out at all. I mean, I mean, Okay. That's in DC. I'm in I'm in Maryland. So that's their that's DC's problem. Your fans literally <laughs> ate shit at a Super Bowl celebration. How would you know anything about the father? You're supposed to be on lockdown. They're, you're supposed to be seeing that shit from outside. I mean from inside. Like, what the f- and <sighs> is there a and just to just to ask, was shit there a date on, on the video? Because that looks old as dirt. What you mean? What I saw, yeah, mind you, that's what it, it that footage looks old as dirt. Like, okay, because there was a whole bunch of people out on ATVs and whatever, oh, and somebody's trying to claim it's that just happened. And of I've course. seen that, I've seen that exact video like two years ago. So, another L for spec for you know trying to reach. And one so, more because y'all signed Riley Cooper after the fact, but gave Michael Vick L. Mm-hmm. But you know, okay. All right, y'all. Um, Tuesday y'all have we'll be Brian back. Harper. 
Definitely. Y'all had Bryce Harper for no reason. <laughs> I know, right? Now, that was he, that was a big put ass in seats with a sorry ass uh, mullet or whatever. Right. The fuck he's to the only thing, only thing I can think Bryce <laughs> was predicting that the Nationals were going to win the World Series at your press conference. That's All right. Saying. Bryce Larper. They're <laughs> 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 putting the L in front of Carson, Carson Lentz. Weiss yep. Harper. Weiss Harper. Weiss. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's funny. Oh my God. Oh, Call him Philadelphia. To Philadelphia. Oh, whoa. I, I probably. It's too soon. <laughs> oh, man. Especially with the C virus. I'll never forget. I'll never forget when I was. seventy elixirs. I'll never forget when VF said Philadelphia. That shit will never not be funny when he said that shit. Philadelphia. I tell you what, you can't, you can't, you can't say Philly without the L's. I know, right? Right. Philadelphia. Uh, right, so we'll see y'all Tuesday, man. Appreciate y'all coming through iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play. I'm gonna submit another um uh Spotify and well, I didn't do Stitcher yet, but I'm gonna, do, I'm gonna submit another Spotify tomorrow when I get mm-hmm. off of work. I'm definitely gonna do that because I haven't heard anything. Um, maybe I'm sending it to the wrong place, I don't know. But um, I'll I'll get in touch and doing that. Um uh, see y'all guys Tuesday. Uh come through to the for the live streams. I will be live streaming um Probably Saturday, not tomorrow, but Saturday night. I'll probably be live streaming. Friday night's gonna be with the family. So I'll see you guys then. All right, guys. Peace. Peace. Peace, adios, and sayonara.